0: Bound by a shared destiny, a teen bursting with scientific curiosity and a former boy genius embark on a mission to unearth the secrets of a dimension that exists in their collective memory.
1: Welcome to The Walt Vault with Michelle,
0: Andre, Louise, and me, Emily.
1: We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads.
2: Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault. Episode twenty
3: eight. Boom. Bow, 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 bow. Uh, this week we
2: 28? are talking about
3: Are we Luis's age now?
0: Yes, you guys are finally my age. Oh. Now
3: the podcast is just older than us after this. Uh, <laughs> old and grumpy. Let's go.
2: Grumpy. Negative. Uh
3: he turned
1: on his mic to make a grumpy face, like you guys can hear the
2: grumpy face. Can you like hear how he's grumpy he is. <laughs> anyway, funny. Look at his face. <laughs> Uh, this week w- we are talking about the 2015 live-action Disney film Tomorrowland. It's a
3: great big, beautiful tomorrow, shining at the end of every day. Bow, 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 bow. What's your first impressions, Andre? <laughs> oh wait, before,
2: goodness gracious, <laughs> before we get to that, I want to make a quick apology <laughs> to oh. all of our listeners uh, because this episode or last week's episode of Bug's Life was not working on iTunes immediately. You know when what? I posted it.
3: It's iTunes' fault.
2: It is iTunes' fault. I'm not taking. Now they're not going to post
3: this one because I just said that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you better watch out, Michelle, <laughs> Big Brother. But I do just want to let you guys know that if you're having problems with iTunes, uh, the episodes are all available on YouTube and uh, Stitcher, which is a, an app that you can download, and it's all free there and stuff. So and our website, yeah, and the Boom. Just check it out. Um, this movie, Tomorrowland. Yes, I liked it. Didn't love it. Boom. Boom. Michelle.
3: I also liked it for nostalgic reasons, but did not love the ending. There we go. Mm.
1: All right. I I think the movie was very poignant, but I think that it went from whimsical to activism mm-hmm. way too fast, <laughs> making it confusing. Yeah,
3: they could have gone somewhere else with that. Sure. That's why I said I didn't like the ending.
1: Yeah. It, mm, yeah, Louise Lou.
0: I went from hating it to being meh about it.
3: Toleration.
0: I wouldn't even say toleration. <laughs> <laughs> He's tomorrow. No, no I'm tolerant. joking, guys. I'm joking. I really went from disliking it to um, seeing the value of he what they were trying. He appreciates it. I appreciate it. There right. you go.
1: But maybe not
0: I'll go as far liking. as to say the first half of the movie uh definitely changed my perspective i liked it a lot more than the first time i saw it but by the end i'm with you guys there okay
3: yeah so this is the second time Luis and emily have watched it in the first time for myself and andre so keep that in mind as (laughs) you listeners are listening to our
1: opinions well as usual um, I feel this has become Emily's running theme of life. Is every time I watch a movie for the first time, I don't know if it's like I have a problem going in with too many expectations, mm-hmm. or, or maybe I try not to have expectations and that's what messes me up. I'm not sure. But every time I go into a movie lately, I've been like, um, what? Like, I, I'm not. Did you see Tomorrowland in the theater? I did. That's Luis why I, I think. Luis and I saw this movie in the theaters with my mom, and I remember walking out and being like, like I wish you could see my face right now. Like, um <laughs> what? What was that? Because and I think that you guys might agree. There's like the there's like an hour and a half of this movie where I was pretty pumped. Mm-hmm. I won't lie, like it was pretty cool. Right. And then it just takes a a, a really interesting turn. And so the first time I watched it I was
3: like mm. Interesting is a word.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but the second time I think I might have understood it a little better, so I liked it a little more, but yeah. that doesn't mean that it was
3: good good right. yeah does that make sense and I also think <laughs> it just makes a big difference if you see a mediocre movie for the first time in a theater versus if you're at home and you're like let's just watch this mediocre movie okay that was fun you yeah know what I mean I didn't waste any money going to the movie theater yeah type of thing so that's always like a big difference in that's true. Like it's like my, the experience yeah. is different. True. My favorite thing is when I go to a movie theater and see some random movie that Andre wants to watch. And I love it. Yeah, That's like the best feeling. But it sucks when you're like, wow, the concept for Tomorrow World and the marketing for this made it seem so cool. And then you saw it in the theaters and were disappointed. You know, that's like a big. Well, can, we start, can we start there? Because do we all
1: remember like the marketing for this movie? Yes, I, I do not. I vividly remember the trailer
2: okay. uh, showing. What's her name? Casey. Casey. Casey uh, in the police department, <laughs> oh, yes, bailing yes. herself out or whatever, and touching the pin and disappearing into tomorrow. How cool is that? And I was like, Come whoa, on what, what is this? Mm-hmm. What's going on here? And the whole concept of the movie from that trailer looked crazy awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, well, and I think that that's, I think <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about money in a little bit, but I think that. That hyped me up so hard mm-hmm. the the trailer, and even when we were watching it again the other day, um the trailer like plays before the movie actually starts mm-hmm. on on whatever we watch it on. I don't even know what that is, but um <laughs> the trailer got me excited. I was like, this is just so cool the The whole idea of the movie, I think is really awesome mm-hmm. um
3: it's It's just the way that it it unfolds, I guess and this is where I'll say like I didn't even see it in the theaters, but I was disappointed that I didn't because growing up as a kid Tomorrowland was my favorite land in disneyland mine as well so when they started it's not now but it was when i was a kid Tomorrowland was my favorite land and so i just remember right writing everything or when they remodeled it and then like just rides come and go from there a lot but i still like loved it um so when they started marketing for this movie i was like i'm about it Tomorrowland, this is the best but i didn't see it in the theaters because it didn't get Anything good. And then I honestly just kind of forgot about it. Yeah.
0: Right.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that because Tomorrowland was also my favorite land growing up as a kid. And I think it was it was my favorite up until like maybe mid to late teens when I realized Mm. that Tomorrowland and Disneyland is not really Tomorrowland. Yeah. 80s land yeah exactly which which i mean it still has the nostalgia factor but um i got excited for this movie because i thought like oh my gosh this is what
3: tomorrowland should look like so did i like when they first see the city i was like oh dang there it is tomorrowland
0: it's funny you guys talk about like what tomorrowland is and what it represents to me you know in a historical sense tomorrowland represents the cold war era
3: yikes (laughs) 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 <laughs> 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 okay 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 old man negative <laughs>
1: how's that
0: negative uh,
1: can you tell me can you sad. can you
3: explain please explain
1: a well, utopia
3: is that what you mean
0: no it's oh. just like <laughs> haven't dystopia you guys, haven't you guys ever seen like you know uh old films of like when they're nuclear testing and then like they have like that yeah. weird house uh, fake house set up and everything and we went into that uh that building that you, has the uh superheroes for a while mm-hmm. but before that interventions. It is inventions and before that it totally looked like like that cold war era period so oh. he's
1: saying that that plus rockets, like the perfect he's houses, and Tomorrowland stuff like that. looks like all of the setups when they were trying to do nuclear bomb testing, and those right. were the those were the families that got blown. Okay. No, I
0: mean not only that, but I mean look at Cold War era. You know, no, I kind of, of you agree
1: now that you. No, say I that. know what
3: you're saying, but it was just it was funny. It was just a little shock.
0: There's there's rockets in Tomorrowland. There's spaceships. There's yeah, uh, it's you know, 80s the land. All, it, it's all the Cold War. Yeah, pretty much. Why do you keep saying 80s land?
3: Because that's isn't, I don't
1: know.
0: It
3: was wasn't it based off of
1: like what the world would look like in the '80s? That's well, what Tomorrow's Land
2: is. It supposed to be because t- there was a year. Tomorrowland started with it. In, in 1955. It was supposed to be <laughs> 1980, and not like 2000. I think so. There was a. Can you I look don't know. it up?
0: I'm, I'm trying. Hang on. Come
2: one on, Andre.
0: Get your Google on.
1: <laughs> get your Google uh, eyes on.
0: On a side note, guys, um, in Disneyland proper. Small world, is that considered Tomorrowland or Fantasyland? Fantasyland. Fantasyland. Okay, yeah, okay, you guys okay. you guys are right. When Make Disneyland
2: feel. opened, Tomorrowland represented the future in the far distant year of nineteen eighty six.
3: Wow. Okay. Eighty six. Yeah. So it needs
2: another well, think update. about it.
1: That was thirty years in the future. Right. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it's almost and that's that's usually about how long futuristic movies go out, unless it's, like, some crazy amount. But, yeah. like, think about, yeah, about 30 like Back years. to the Future. That's about sure. the same, like, amount of distance yeah, from distance the time, time period that it was made. Yeah, when did,
0: uh, when did the Back to the Future, when they actually go into the future? Back it was looking future, at they, 2016 or 17. And
2: Back to the Future, their present is 1985, and their future is 2015. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So, so it's it was the same idea. Right yeah. yes. Okay.
3: That's kind of usually how it is. So before we get into our character discussion, I think Emily can do this best just because this movie is like a little bit more intricate than our simpler animated movies we watch. Can you kind of give us like a brief synopsis of like sure. what's happening in this movie for our listeners? Sure. So the movie starts out and you hear Casey and
1: Frank, the two main characters, and they're like going back and forth and they're arguing and you kind of like, what are they? What are they arguing yeah, about? Yeah. So. They, they take it back to their, to their earlier days to kind of explain what's happening. So long story short, we take Frank back to his childhood days at the 1964 New York World's Fair. Yeah. And when you go there, um, this was a time um, at the World's Fair, we know what happens there. It's like all kinds of new inventions. It's what's happening in um, space and, and aeronautics and science. technology, science, just artistry, the whole, the whole gamut. And the cool thing about that specific World's Fair was that Disney was showcasing "It's a Small World" the ride. Yep. Um. So Andre can tell you about this happened. Well,
3: we'll, okay, fine. We have to talk about the scene. I will say this scene is my favorite scene of the movie. Very cool. The best, and that's why. And it happens pretty quick in the movies. I was hyped. I was like, "This is amazing." When he gets to the World Fair, the great big beautiful tomorrow song just starts playing, mm-hmm. and immediately I'm like, "This is the best movie ever!" Like, I absolutely love this.
2: When Michelle was when we were watching this movie, Michelle started freaking out at the. It's I was Small like, World "The thing, song!" And I was like, "Oh, this is what it's like to watch a Marvel movie with me. I understand now." Yeah, ah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's exactly. what happens when you're a Disney nerd. Anyways, um, so basically he is given this little pin by... Well, hold on. So
1: he, this is the first part. He shows up at the World's Fair because he wants to enter his technology piece. and really, a jet pack. It's a jet pack, and it doesn't... Well, I mean, for his time period, it actually works. It like, works extremely well. I thought for he was working it. I thought he was working pretty well. But Governor Nix, who was the gentleman who was like looking at his invention, said that it didn't work. House. Um, yeah. he, he, yes, <laughs> the house gentleman. And Luis has choice words about that. We'll talk yeah. about it in a little bit. Um, but Athena, who's a little girl who's, who's hanging out at the World's Fair, kind of seems like she takes an interest in Frank and gives him a Tomorrowland pin, or at least a pin with a T on it. And you're like, mm-hmm. hmm. She tells him to follow him. Um, And they end up going on the It's a Small World ride. Yes. Which is super cool because if you remember and if you've been around Disneyland during this time period, that... Whole um,
3: sequence was actually
1: filmed in Disneyland.
3: Well, which I had said immediately. I I think maybe that's why Andre thought it literally was Disneyland because that was filmed in Disneyland, and it was so clearly Disneyland to me as I was watching that scene. But Andre takes (laughs) notes during a movie. He wrote down. Listen, I was watching the movie. No, I need to tell. (laughs) I was watching
2: the movie. Okay, he's at the World's Fair. He he goes in. He kind of gets rejected by Mr. Nix Mm -hmm. or whatever. Athena gives him the pin, and then it cuts to him. Uh, in Andre's mind into, at Disneyland. The, it's a Small World ride. And I was like, oh, okay. He must have cobbled together 45 cents, traveled across the country, and got, <laughs> got to Disneyland and hopped on into Small World.
3: Right. <laughs> it was an amazing so jump in logic
2: for my brain. Uh, I and it worked for him,
3: apparently. I had to <laughs> pause the movie and said, babe, that is not Disneyland. And he was like, yeah, it is. I was like, no, yeah, okay, you're right. That was filmed at Disneyland, but mm-hmm. they are not at Disneyland right now. It's a Small World was at the World's Fair. And he's like, the whole ride? I was like, yes, the yes. whole Ride was at the World's Fair. That's, so that's why it was made for.
1: So it was originally an op a showcase. Um, right, it's showcasing the world, right? Mm-hmm. But then it ended up being an attraction. So that's really cool. But when the movie was being filmed, we actually w- Luis and I had season passes that year. It's when we first got married. And um, they had shut down the ride to film it.
2: That's so awesome. So
1: it was cool because we got to be there when that was happening. But so anywho, he jumps on on the ride and he follows them on the boat. And you're like, they're going to ride It's a Small World. Okay, (laughs) cool, I guess will be so, out there in
2: seven minutes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So he's on the ride. They're going through, and he's the only person in his boat. He's actually
2: the only person in, like, any boat. Because he sneaks on to the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a total forget creeper. That.
0: He definitely sneaks on to the ride, and I turn to M's, and I'm like, Were it that easy?
2: Were it that
1: easy to get on It's a Small World? I wrote down that
2: security was much more lax at Disneyland back then, but then I realized it wasn't Disneyland. Disneyland,
1: Yep, there you go. World's Fair just did did them, right? Mm -hmm. But the cast members were wearing pins in
3: their outfits, which made me very happy. Which was very cool. I know. They seemed very cast memory.
1: So he gets on the ride, and pretty much he's going through. You're looking at all the different scenes, and some laser pops out of the ceiling, scans his Tomorrowland, badge and the whole ride kind of opens up transform and he goes into like a pirates of the caribbean type slide in the boat into my first qualm of the movie but we won't get too far into it into like an open serene area of water where he now gets out of the boat walks into a transport pod and gets transported to Tomorrowland, and that's where i started losing it a little bit. Well, I was th- like,
3: well, that's amazing. Cool. Small World has a secret thing. Sick. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And then I was like, what's going on?
1: So long, Like to make the longest story short, he spends time in Tomorrowland. We don't know how long at that point. Right. He falls in love with it. He thinks Athena, the little girl who gave him the pin, is the business. And then we find out through time that he gets kicked out, but we're not sure why. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we zap to Casey. Casey is a... Teenager, she's like in high school, and her dad is a NASA scientist. Excuse me, NASA engineer, mm-hmm. and her dad's platform is getting disassembled. So she's literally sabotaging the whole con- deconstruction
2: effort. She's sneaking in there. She's got drones. Oh,
1: she's like so she's cool. Messing up the. She's on a motorcycle equipment. in all black, like totally kicking butt.
0: She's Edward Snowden, the thing. <laughs> it,
1: literally, so she's she's kicking butt. But pretty much what happens is she gets caught. Um, on her fourth, fifth, maybe 15th attempt. We're not sure how long because she's been doing this for a while because her little brother like totally knows all her business. Committing drone attacks. Yeah, which is actually like federal offense because yeah, yeah, yeah. this is federal. <laughs> yeah, the girl got off easy, dude. Oh, yeah. This is federal land, homeland security issues. Um, but her dad gets her off because she he's trying to explain that, you know, she's just really committed to their family because he's the primary breadwinner. He's going to lose his job. Anywho, Athena had In the background, the little girl, who was little in 68, or 64, 64, is still little in 2015, whatever, um, plants the pin in Casey's stuff. stuff. Long story short, she touches it and is transported to Tomorrowland. She gets a glimpse of Tomorrowland. So then we see her going through time and space, trying to get back to Tomorrowland, and Athena ends up finding her and taking her to, um, to Frank as an adult. George Clooney, very handsome. (laughs) and the whole thing is part of the synopsis that was
3: part of the synopsis so basically athena is like you guys need to work together get back to tomorrow tomorrowland and fix everything and the whole time you're like fix what like what's really going on but mr frank has made an invention that predicts the end of the world pretty much Mm -hmm. then that's where things got weird to me i'm like this is where we're going with this like i didn't know we were going to go to an apocalypse Mm -hmm. so that kind of was a little crazy and uh, long story short, there's some tachyons and some <laughs> some stuff that makes them able to predict the end of the world, which mm-hmm. is where I started losing it. I was like, this makes no sense. Well, and okay, so, so now I'm kind of
1: out of synopsis mode because there's other things that happened along the way, and I know yeah, I'm missing I know. major yes. stuff. But here's my main qualm. Are we ready? I'm just going to jump right to my main qualm. qualm. I like this movie. The problem is I like it. That's why I have such a strong qualm. We went, I think, the first probably... Hour and a half of this movie is Disney Whimsy. So, so like, good. Even mm-hmm. though there's like action and we saw robots and there was some pretty cool explosions, like
2: there's a lot of really cool stuff.
3: There's like some really cool stuff and
2: happening. Going Gosh, through.
3: when they're like um In the Eiffel Tower. Okay, can we talk about that? Yeah, but but one second. Okay, okay. All of that is
1: whimsy, though. Yeah. Like, it's very Disney-esque, and then they get to Tomorrowland, and we turn into full-on... Apocalypse. Apocalypse sci-fi. They go
2: into, like... Like, very deep
1: science.
2: (laughs) Let's write as much plot into this movie as humanly possible.
1: And it's so... it's it, convoluted. It's so convoluted that it's hard to understand. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's like they took all of the fun and they turned it into like it the end of the world, literally. Right, yeah. and, and like like really bad end of the world. Like everyone mm-hmm. dies.
3: And Like they planted these thoughts into people's heads to that. It's going to be the end of the world and you might as well just be the end of the world. I don't know. There was just a lot of things where I got lost right there. I was like, they're, they're stretching it. Well,
1: and I think Andre hit the nail on the head. The whole first half of the movie, the plot was very vague Mm -hmm. so that they could get to Tomorrowland. And then they literally took all of the plot from that first hour and a half and they stuck it into 30 minutes and literally rushed past it so fast that it was hard to swallow. But
3: I also think that this is maybe why we have a problem with the movie, too, is because Okay, we're saying Tomorrowland was like our favorite land as a child. So to me, I'm like, they're getting to Tomorrowland. They're gonna get there. It's gonna be so cool. And then they get there, and it's like some weird apocalyptic thing going on. It's the end of the world. And I was like, this isn't. This is not Tomorrowland. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, not I get the point, like,
2: but it's not even that. It's like crazy apocalypse. It, it, it's it it's was kind of crazy. It's confusing because yeah. they 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 go on this whole mission to, to to get into Tomorrowland, and then when they get there. What I was expecting was that like he had gotten kicked out, and maybe Tomorrowland was like faltering and they're being they taken needed, over. Or that they needed yeah, to like save a it dictatorship or something, like that. or something. But then they go into this whole weird thing where like no, we've actually just been like looking into the future and the past all at the same time, and the tachyons are causing a disturbance in everybody's brains, and now everybody thinks that the world's going to end. It's going to be a self fulfilling prophecy. And we're not
1: even going to do But I'm confused about it. because if that was supposed to be the utopia, why is it a dystopia? Why did everyone leave? Why? 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 They didn't, why? They didn't explain they didn't any explain of that. Why? Seeing? Like, why? Like, why? They just get Shouldn't it no still one's be beautiful? There. Shouldn't it still be like totally like flourishing? Because he even says like, "Well, we're not gonna die." Well, why yeah, well, does why it look is like is it so right. ugly then? Where why everybody does, at? <laughs> where? Where'd all your people go?
2: I need answers, Nick's.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and th- <laughs> I think the reason I feel so passionate about like these whys, it, if I didn't like the movie at all, mm-hmm. I would have been like, "I don't even care." Like whatevs, right?
3: This had so much potential. And it literally fell so short. Like I said, the movie is great till the ending. And then I was like, what? So let's take it back to the cool parts. because Yeah, can we talk about the cool parts? Okay, so... (coughs) Cool parts... Okay, Andre and I watch a show on HBO. And it is called Westworld. Um, For Mm. some of our (laughs) listeners who don't know what Westworld is, it's basically a world where humans can go to this, quote-unquote, amusement park.
2: It's a theme park, yes. Theme
3: park, (laughs) where all of the robots are literally lifelike, and they bleed, and you can kill them, and just (laughs) basically sin to your heart's desire in this robot world, and then they just wipe the robots' brains, patch them up, and stick them out there again. So the robots are trying to, they they are now gaining consciousness, quote-unquote, and robots trying to kill they're killing the humans now, right? They should. That's so really Andre and I when when Athena goes on the screen and we're like, she's a robot <laughs> <laughs> like we like lost our minds. We're like, oh Westworld. It's like it's gonna be Tomorrowland, Westworld. But that didn't happen. It's very
2: interesting because in Westworld, Westworld is a show that's it's kind of like very much like Disneyland. Like Yeah, you should like watch the, it dude. The, it's good. The creator is this guy who's like we have to give He's these like guests Walt the, an Disney. experience. Yeah. This is this is the most magical place that they can possibly be in. And all of our animatronics are the most lifelike and the most uh, the best. It's and l- then, it's, it
3: reminds me a lot of Disneyland. So it's kind of crazy. The, the
2: the animatronics are like t- taking control and stuff like that. It's it, it's it's like well, we can still have a. Nice fun theme park though, right? Like we don't have to let the the whole robots, mm-hmm. the whole robot so now, <laughs> now it's a game. <laughs> Interrupt like, us.
3: Now the stakes are higher because before it was they could only kill the robots. The robots had guns and stuff, but they weren't. They couldn't shoot humans. Like they were programmed to not. But now their programming is gone, and they've gained consciousness. So, like, oh, well, it's still a game. The stakes are just higher. We can actually die now. And I was like, "What do you mean?" So well, it's funny it's that you crazy. say that, though,
1: because take that whole now. Now, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate for the movie, not mm-hmm. because uh-huh. I, I want to. I'm just saying yes. because exactly what you just said ends up being the reasoning for the end of this movie. Yep. Right. What they're saying, which, like I said, it took me two viewings to really wrap my head around this. Mm-hmm. What they're saying was originally, Nix wasn't really a bad guy, okay? Sure. Nix was in House, right? (laughs) House was in Tomorrowland with Frank. He built this machine, and they were able to look forward and backwards in time. Mm -hmm. And pretty much... Cool idea. It really is cool. They looked so far in time that they were able to see... What the end of the world looked like mm-hmm. or could look like. There wasn't a hundred percent chance right. at that point. But so what? Nick's tried to do, and he literally said this in one sentence. That's why this is annoying. <laughs> he literally goes, "I wouldn't talk to governors. Yeah, <laughs> they're like the big." pockets of money or something yeah (laughs) pretty much it sounds like he tried to take the conventional roads to try to stop this inevitable quote-unquote apocalypse right
2: he's like we got to show the people this so that they can avoid it
1: right and so they said no like the the, those the 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 politicians the the you know the The important leaders of the world said no we're not going to throw that out there so Nick said, okay, well, we will infiltrate all of the media and throw all of this negativity out to people all of the time and just inundate them so that they can take precautions and change their future Mm -hmm. so that they have the knowledge to equip themselves. And when you think about it, you're like, wow, this is media today. Like, everything is negative. Mm -hmm. What a concept. (laughs) Yeah, what are we doing? So it actually is kind of cool if you think about it. And they broke this freaking thing down, right? But... What he said is that then what we did as a as a civilization is we gobbled all of that up and really resigned ourselves to the fact that we are going to die. Right. We took apocalypse and made it like pop culture. It's yeah. going to be an apocalypse. Woo! So flash, now.
3: so cool. Flash back to Casey at school. There's a scene where just her history teachers are like war, death, and their science teachers are like ice caps, melting, end of the Global world. War and she's always raising her hand like, hello. And she's the only one that says, well, what are we doing about it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I kind of like really appreciated that. Well, and that's what made her special. I think that's why Athena chose her. Was young girl positive. She, uh, <laughs> young
1: girl positive. She's the only person who really, well, maybe not the only person on earth, but she's <laughs> <laughs> she's she's one of the only people who sees it, but doesn't resign herself to the fact that we're all going to die. Right. Yes. Um, so apparently, Nix isn't that bad of a guy, but he has just allowed like he's like, well, he's it's gone not so really far. trying, yeah. Right. Um, and uh, so they, if you they really, really d-
2: didn't do what I wanted them to do, I guess so I then, just keep letting yes. them. Yeah, if you
1: think about it in that way, when Similar. you really break it down, it's kind of a cool concept. Yes, but like, why did they try to throw all of that into literally yeah. like five minutes a movie? Yeah. That's real rough. It's That's very hard. interesting.
2: Th- this movie uh, was co-written by a guy named Damon Lindelof. Damon Lindelof is a very famous writer. He's done like Lost and the newer Star Trek huh. movies. And uh, don't
1: get don't get Louis started on yeah, Lost. So
2: that's the, <laughs> that's the thing is that is that Damon Lindelof he comes up with these very cool concepts. And for he things, can't end them. And then he does not end them well. Lost ended crap. Uh. Star Trek had that weird thing at the end where they're like, "Hey, how about this other timeline with, with, with the Vulcans and stuff like that?" Oh and, no. and it's just Oh it, no! It's just very interesting that everything he writes. I'm like super into and then it just has a terrible ending and I'm like why did I waste my time with this. Well, and I think that's yes. kinda, that's
1: kind of the sad thing though is that this, there's this beautiful story mm-hmm. and really like the mm-hmm. coolest concept that that really falls short because there's no real Yeah. there's no real end to it. And right. really if you think about it the cl- climax of this movie like take all of the action out of it was turning the machine off. Yeah. Mhm. So like we that that's there, what they did.
0: We, we, yep. we blew it up. That was it. No, no, no. Blowing it up because they couldn't the turn it off. Well the Tachyons. <laughs> tachyons. But, but,
1: but really that's what they did because <laughs> yeah, they, they turned it off. Turned yeah. it off. Mm-hmm. I know. So like we, that was that,
2: that was yeah. it that solved it and then all she had to do was bring some positivity into the world and then I guess we're fine.
1: Well, and you know where I thought this was going? I really thought this was going to happen. I even thought it the second time cuz I couldn't remember what happened cuz <laughs> that's the story of my life. I never remember the way m- movies end. Mm-hmm. I thought that she was going to somehow like take the pin mm-hmm. up into the to the machine and like broadcast the idea of tomorrow tomorrow. I thought that too into people's minds yeah that would have been really cool because then every person would have thought like there's a different there's a different reality out there there's more to to life than just what we resign ourselves to and then that could have been a cool positivity thing so that they could pump positivity versus negativity not just
3: turn it off yes (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: Anywho, so you can see
3: how I feel about that. You, uh, yes, I know. <laughs> wow. We're getting, we're getting we're getting, so into this. I love it. I told you I was um, excited I know, to talk I know. about this. Usually we do a character discussion, but I feel like we can kind of include this in. I would like us to talk about, you were saying at the beginning of the movie, we have like these really great scenes. I would kind of like us to go around and like talk about like our favorite scene and why it was so cool sure, sure. and why this movie could have been so cool. Yep. We talked about how it sucked at the end. So <laughs> I really want to talk about uh I know what Andre's going to talk about. He's going to talk about those silly robots. Uh-huh. Um okay, so Please. you start. Okay. Go ahead.
1: So the scene where And it's funny cuz I totally overlooked that one even though it was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, it was well, a
2: super cool scene. So okay, they uh, Casey finds out that her pin is also sold at this like game store in in the city. So she finds she makes her way no, over I there. No, I think they
1: were trying to get they were, one. They wanted it. They, they try- wanted
2: one but she already had hers it was just dead yeah so, so she was she was trying to find, out, trying out, more to find out
1: more information yes. yes
0: so
2: she went there in texas uh, in texas yes
1: which she i don't know where she's at but it seems like she's florida.
2: like
0: florida yeah, she was in uh, Cape Canaveral. Yeah, that's where, oh, that's yeah. where NASA,
3: NASA is. I've toured NASA, by the way. Amazing. Oh. We'll oh. talk about that later. Be Which is, is
1: annoying, so she goes across the country twice in like a day. Go ahead. Yeah, she's, Whatever. She's, she's, she's making moves. Uh, <laughs> so
2: she gets to Texas. She goes into the store. The store's cool. has got Star Wars stuff everywhere. And everywhere. Andre said,
3: there better be Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there better be Star Wars stuff in the store, I swear to God. And there was so much. And there was a lot. Uh, happy about that. She meets um, the, the the cashier. Uh, who is this <laughs> super Southern <laughs> Princess Leia lady? Yeah, and then her like boyfriend walks out, who's uh, Kung Michael Key in a very bad uh, dreaded wig. We
1: needed <laughs> to just not have the dreads. A very bad tummy pooch <laughs> too. <laughs> <laughs> Making
2: a very silly entrance, and then you f- they are robots, and they have a very cool fight scene where cool fight scene. Uh, Athena, the little girl robot, jumps in. She's a ba. She throws like a she throws like a like a time stop yeah, device pretty much. It stops everything that's in motion, including uh, Casey's hand and then they get saved right or she pulls she pulls Casey out of there. And then uh, after they leave, the, like, the, the robo squad shows up. Dude, oh, God. I literally go, is that Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> 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 literally, he comes in in his little
3: teeth and his hair. And I was like, Andre,
1: and was like smirk.
3: Andre was like, his British accent so good, I know it's fake. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, actually, I was saying that about Athena. I wasn't, I wasn't oh, sure if her, kidding. Um, oh, do-, her
1: Louis, do you Oh, to do you want to tell us how you feel about British accent? Dr.
0: Accents? Nix's British accent was terrible. The he whole might time. as well have not had one. That dude is British. House. Then he's terrible at his own <laughs> language.
2: Luis
1: was <laughs> like, this <laughs> is disgusting. The whole time. Well, I couldn't
0: tell if he was like going in and out of British and um, American accent. Maybe. Oh, okay, yeah. And I terrible. Guess the
2: girl who plays Athena, she's, she's British too, so I don't, I don't know. I was just we a- apparently don't like
3: people whose British accents really
2: are yeah. their accent. Only Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I guess. Thank Ooh. you. Ooh. Anyway, <laughs> when the, when the, when the robo squad comes in to like clean up this mess that, that has been made, they just like shoot three police officers, like on oh. point blank, just brah, 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 <laughs> on sight, <site, laughs> like no, no warning or no, That's and they I just get it was, busted up into dust. It's, it was, yeah, they dusted, dude. Yes. <laughs> they dusted. Yes. They dusted. Yes.
1: They snapped and dust so happened. So yeah, there, oh there was gosh. a fair
2: amount of, of. Cool action scenes like that, and but you,
1: hold on, pause there. That was so cool, it was. But then I thought to myself, like, this is the problem with this movie. I, until the end, like after the movie was over, I thought, like, who are those robo people?
3: They were from yeah. freaking Tomorrowland,
1: yeah, trying Nick's to find must a have sent them to, but to, like,
2: but they never explained that. Well, explained no.
3: apparently, all the robots were made to go out into the world and find Athena? geniuses, basically. But, no, that,
0: but those, are, those are like little kids. Little oh, kid robots. The no, little kid no, no, no. The, the ones that show up at the shop were specifically made to go and target Athena. Right. They wanted to get Athena back. And so were the ones that were running the actual store. But the thing is, didn't yeah.
3: Athena say she got kicked out? Yeah, that's why it doesn't make sense. Oh, because she stole some pins. Yeah. They figured they, out she uh, stole oh, some right. pins. I mean, Shane they Finn.
0: don't... Nyx doesn't make that aware in the movie, but you kind of assume that they realize she took pins. Well, there's well, so much assuming, she, she I'm said, not no, sure what's No, there. <laughs> she true. says it
3: eventually. Like She's like, yeah, I got away with like a dozen.
1: Or there should have been like a that.
2: scene where Nix was like, uh, Robo Squad, a tank, or something like that, just yeah. just to have him sick his dogs yeah, on Yeah, yeah.
1: that would have made it, like, penis. literally, that would have just cleared up
3: like 20%
2: yes. of the movie. Right. That was
3: a great scene, Andre,
1: thank it's you.
2: Yeah, so uh, I, I think <laughs> I think that this movie, it's, it's a little too long, first of all.
3: Hey, I want to talk about my scene. We didn't talk about I our. Scene. I was uh,
2: I, okay. I'll get to you in just a second. I just wanted to make this point that it's a little, t- it's a little too long, and that, be- and also they they didn't put in like all of the right scenes. Like they put in too much tachyon on nonsense and not enough just like groundwork for. Well, here's
1: the deal for plot. Even though that's your favorite scene, it, like take yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. I know it has Star Wars in it, yeah. and I know it has key in it.
2: Yeah, and then it's got like roboguns.
1: I know. Yes, take all of that out of it. That scene could have not been in the movie. Yeah. I'm not saying Andre's movie. I'm just (laughs) saying, think about the whole plot. Right. That movie, that, excuse me, that scene was unnecessary. Yeah. That could have been, like... Doubled with when they go to Frank's house and, like, just done that because then they could have taken that freaking 25 minutes or however long
3: it was and popped it into real plot. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Even though it was that scene was like it was full of Easter. But go ahead.
3: Yeah. Same same with me. My favorite scene was I needed more background story with it. So my favorite scene is Frank and Casey and Athena. (laughs) They basically like they like (laughs) transport to the Eiffel Tower, which Mm -hmm. that's a whole nother story. So they transport to the Eiffel Tower, and he's like, there's a secret room, and he just has a coil. I don't know where he got the coil from, but it's like a secret room, and he goes in there, and there's four animatronics, and they
1: are hold on. Th-
3: okay. Tesla.
1: Pa- <laughs> pa- halt, pause,
3: Michelle. Okay. They
1: transport to the top of the Eiffel Tower. So yes. they're in Paris. They go up to the top. And there's a, in, there's a room that's supposed to be like the museum of the four greatest minds of the time, yes. right? Yes. And the four people who are in the room, like you said, Tesla. are animatronics. Are Tesla, Eiffel,
0: Einstein, um,
1: Jules Verne, and, and Thomas, Edison. Thomas Edison? Oh, I was wrong. No,
3: Einstein. Okay, take it back. So then four. <laughs> so basically, he and he says this so quick. He like has this coil and he puts it on this music thingy. And, um, music thingy, music box. I don't know what you call it. It's A, okay, an go old ahead. timey music thingy. I'm like, first of all, where did you get the coil to put it on there? I don't know. Second of all, he very briefly says these four people created the secret thing in the Eiffel Tower as a way to get to Tomorrowland if anything should happen. I'm like, so you're telling me that they, like, created Tomorrowland? Like, where's my background story there? Like, to me, that was such a cool concept, but all you gave me was one sentence saying, yeah, these four people put this secret passage to Tomorrowland here should anything happen. Well, Well, thank you. Exactly like what you're
1: (laughs) saying. He, He says, Eiffel created... The Eiffel Tower mm-hmm. because for this reason, and the French didn't like it because they thought it was an eyesore, and so it became a monument because they never actually had to use it. Right. And you're like, that concept is free. That's almost so like, cool. like angels and demons. Like, what's what that? What's the original movie da Vinci called?
2: Code?
3: The Da Vinci Code that kind of street, Da
1: Vinci yeah, Code yeah, kind of coolness. Is.
3: So I was like that's awesome, but now I need to know why those four made this thing in the first place? Did they create Tomorrowland? I know, Tomorrowland's full of geniuses, but like what's going on there? I need to know. You want to know? I
0: kind of tell you, they were the the four was the term?
3: They were the original plus ultra.
0: The plus ultra, plus were, ultra. were the ones who created "quote unquote" Tomorrowland. Yeah, but like, I need to know like,
3: how. They like why? found
2: the dimension to, to do it. To get to Tomorrowland. I the,
3: need more. Here's what's
1: weird about the whole thing. And it's funny that you say this. Now, I realize that it's not in the, all in the same time period. So I don't want to act like, you know, just, just hear me out. Luis goes, but where's, where, where's Walt Disney? Like, yeah. Yeah. shit. They literally said one thing about Walt Disney at the beginning when they were at the World's Fair. And this whole movie is really, like, reminiscent of Disney, right? right? They say, like, well, the future yeah. has so much inspiration, and inspiration is better than knowledge, and keep creating, and all of this stuff. That is so Disney. And there's no mention of, like, Disney being in on this. Like, right. well, on, and if I it's thought, in his ride, it, he's yeah. a part of yeah. this That's thing. what I
3: said, too. And I was like, if it's literally in his ride is a portal there, then why wasn't he one of the four? Like, I, I get it. Well, and he
1: could not maybe been the original four, but, like, they should have at least brought him into it yeah. a little bit because... hello yes it's it's so disney five so
3: here here's my only qualm with this scene that i love so much basically the eiffel tower turns into a rocket ship and they blast off into space and i and then it's like going towards the moon and i was like tomorrow lands on the moon Ah. and i like got super excited but then they turn around and he was like no 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 we just had to get a running start to go into this other dimension first of all when you were a boy all you did was go underneath into this water, get in this portal, and then you like, la, la, la. and then you were in Tomorrowland. You literally had that portal, but instead of la, 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 to Tomorrowland, you went la, la, to the Eiffel Tower. Why didn't you just go to Tomorrowland? Why did you have to go to the Eiffel Tower to because get on the rock? Where is it? A small world now, right? Oh, isn't it? No, but he crea- He built his own portal like that. Couldn't no, he? No, he have just no. portaled. Like this,
0: they explained this in the movie. Uh, they had closed every single entrance. Oh, that's right. They locked him they out, They locked remember? them all out, and okay, okay. it was only a myth that the uh, Plus Ultra creator went on in the Eiffel Tower. Right. So they were kind of just shooting in the dark for a chance to get in. Yes. It's not as if, like, you know, they... It wasn't a guarantee. No, it okay, well, a guarantee. then it's cool, His, then.
2: The portal that he creates is not a portal to Tomorrowland. It's a. it's a on-Earth portal. It's a portal to the Eiffel Tower, tower yeah. which no, is no. Okay, okay. it's okay. A, odd.
0: It's a portal to all the portals on Earth. That's what he designed it for, but again, they had closed, they closed all of them, them off, off. Mm. and the, uh, the Eiffel Tower one was just a myth. The last that okay. one nobody. And knew then I, and I also
3: needed an explanation of these technologies, like how the heck did that thing work Which in the thing? first place? Oh yeah, the portals. How was so you know it Think about it.
0: How does a radio is transmit their signal to you? So
3: they just. signal to another dimension you know what
1: i mean it's just a little odd are you
0: talking about how did they get from his portal to paris are you talking about all of it but it's fine we don't have to explain it so how they um, the
1: sci-fi in all of
0: us michelle let me explain uh, this is my fan theory scientific fan theory okay okay so uh the portal the way it works is i believe it works pretty much the same way how radio waves are emitted you have a radio station okay they broadcast whatever they want to play on the radio to and a then you end up getting it in a frequency in your car okay that's how they went from his station to the eiffel tower now in order to get to the dimension you pretty much um you
2: have to like tune reality to the correct frequency and then you're
0: mm, in the new dimension yeah, well uh, probably that's how it is my fan theory with Weird. that is that you know In order – and I'm bringing some flash in here. Mm -hmm. In order to get into a different time, you have to be going at a very, very fast rate. Right. To reach the frequency. So they went all the way out into space, okay? But then they pushed back because (laughs) they – and then they got some momentum along with gravity pulling them in that made it fast enough To go uh, to split that reality and get into that dimension. It's funny that you use
1: gravity because I would have never thought about that, and that's probably exactly where they were going with that. But that makes sense now. Right. So they had
0: the propulsion of the rocket plus the gravity going in there. Well, they could have said one line line of that. that that Well, they
1: needed to dumb it down for me. Okay. okay. No, not for you. For me, I just would have never thought. Look at you. And
0: again, everyone, this movie is a PG.
2: They shouldn't be incorporating all these. We have seven-year-olds trying to watch this movie. Okay. This is
0: this is again my PG. A robot
3: got hit by a bus i thought she died this <gasps> is
0: uh my scientific uh, fan theory so okay. that's how they got very to good dimension.
3: emily's favorite scene yes <laughs> frank's
1: house yes. was oh, so yeah. cool. Yeah. House cool oh my god so like frank literally is ready for every <laughs> type of yeah. thing like he has like robot zappers in his hallway he has other dimension like circle things that you can Put over the top of people make he's them He's got disappear. a
2: crazy overpowered fire extinguisher. Oh, he's a it's self
3: nice made Doctor Strange
1: right there. I, I, yeah, no, <laughs> seriously. Like he I think I enjoyed that so much because his character is the opposite of Casey. So right. everything that he had there.
2: He's the original old man negative.
1: Well, it's funny that you say that <laughs> because we'll take my favorite scene, put it on pause, and we'll go into the. Dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, dun, battle for this week's <laughs> ladies and gents uh this is more of a personal one for my uh three esteemed uh, colleagues okay. but now for <laughs> that this that week's colleagues. battle who is a better old man negative <laughs> is it frank
2: uh-huh.
0: or yours truly <laughs> <Luis>. what
2: <laughs> oh my god
0: ready go
2: Fight. Let's see here. Well, okay. It's funny because, like Frank, he was he was he 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 experienced this whole beautiful magical world, right? That he got to invent it and stuff, and then he was cast out from that world, and then he spent the rest of his life being an old negative
0: Grumpy Gills
2: in his house making events.
3: Why did they cast him out just because he predicted the end of the world?
0: No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. I I will tell you why,
3: but they didn't say it either, and I had
1: to come up with it. Go ahead. I got you. And Luis, you know, he just set himself up
2: for a roast. I'm so happy.
3: <laughs> this is the best
1: Roasted. of my life. I'm trying to think of
2: Luis's like, origin story. I think he's just, <laughs> just a general grouch.
3: Luis's origin story is he likes history too much, and history is negative, and now he's negative. Mm. Oh, mm. That's what happened. Oh,
2: Cold war. Read, Cold war. Read too many history books, and now he's all... His
3: future sucks.
2: Grumpy. Oh, man,
3: negative. <laughs> only thing I like is my daughter that's <laughs> it. just my daughter wow that's true and my wife and my wife oh yeah and me <laughs> uh, everything else sucks. I tolerate my
2: friends Let, let's, <laughs> let's
0: throw uh, let's throw all that in there <laughs>
2: <laughs> so who's the better grouch um, Luis I'm not hold gonna on, lie I, I need Frank to know is kind of more productive than you just a little bit <laughs> 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 I
0: love it
1: hold on so what's the word better supposed to mean though
0: because better who's grouchier like, who's grouchier yeah in a sense who is more grouchier mm. You're pretty grouchy. If a <laughs> robot
3: came to you and was like, Luis, stop being grouchy. We're going to change the world. Would you believe that robot?
0: Hmm. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I mean, I think that sums up your answer, no?
1: I think I'm going to say Luis has more to lose than Frank hmm. in in real life because Frank is like, man let's just go back to i mean he doesn't want to go back to tomorrowland at first but you know he actually does want to go back to tomorrowland but he has zero to lose he has no family he has no friends it doesn't seem like at least he knows when the end of the world is coming in spoiler alert 58 days days. so he's like we all gonna die anyways let's go right? right luis on the other hand has some stuff to lose he just as of yesterday did
3: what Got a master's Became degree. Became a master. Became a master of education.
2: Yeah, yeah. In administration. Congrats.
0: Yeah, I mean, my first goal in life was to become a Pokemon master, but... Oh, Since that fell through, I decided to get a master's in education. I'm done. So. I don't go. even think we need to Professor roast him. I think Professor he just Oak. said it on...
1: <laughs> He's Professor Oak over here. Oh, my gosh. So... Luis just has more to lose. He has me. I mean, come on. He has Addie. He has his his tolerable friends. He has everything that he needs. So okay, like okay.
3: I'm I'm going to I'm going to go with Frank too because I don't think Luis would leave a teenage girl out on the porch in the rain. That's, exactly. That's pretty mean.
1: That's pretty rough. Like she's out there so Oh, she's out there for hours. Yeah. She went out during the day and it and was he's like just pitch like, black.
2: Blah blah blah.
1: And he's like Yes. I will, I will knock you out.
2: <laughs> he's so yeah. funny. Yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Frank. Uh, just I be- will say though that he's Frank much more
1: heard- handsome. Unfortunately, Ooh. Clooney.
3: Okay, no, you, me. You guys ah! <laughs> you oh. will never know. Me. Wait, wait. I, I have a confession to make. Yes. This is the only movie I've seen George Clooney in. Name George Clooney movies. I don't think I've seen any of I them. I think
2: you need to leave. <laughs> wow. I think you. You've never seen what. Batman and Robin? No. (laughs) Ocean's
0: Eleven?
3: No, I have not. You made me watch a Penguin movie. I'm never watching Batman and Robin. Ocean's
1: Eleven? Nope. Ocean's Eleven? Ocean's Twelve? Nope. Ocean's Thirteen? Nope. Have you ever seen his face?
2: Yeah. It's gorgeous. Go ahead. What was it? Up, up, and away? Up up in the air?
1: Up in the air air was good. Up in the air was good, yeah. Nope. So here's the deal. I'm going to say Frank's more negative only because he's had longer on this earth to, um, to, stew to, br- his to brew. But if I was Frank, <laughs> I'd be negative, stew. too. If
3: I knew there was a Tomorrowland and I had to go back to Earth. Old man, get off my lawn at seven years old,
0: for sure.
1: He's <laughs> laughing right. into it. So
0: mouth. far, we got Andre says Frank. Mm-hmm. M says Frank. I said Frank. And you say Frank. So because this uh, battle does include me, I got to... You know, take my own opinion out of this battle. So, therefore, Frank is the grumpiest old man. But
3: now, but like, he has a reason to be grumpy. You don't,
2: Lou? You could just be not grumpy.
3: Yeah.
0: Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I include myself in the battle.
1: <laughs> it's your own fault, man. Yay. Okay, cool. That was a fun battle. Ooh, yeah. let's do more of those. Those were great. <laughs> so, Frank's house, Emily. So, Frank's house just is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen. Um,. But the hard part for him, and like Michelle said, he has every reason to be upset because we find out later on in the movie he was there for a long time. Right. He was there for, like, it seemed like maybe 20 years. because At least. So he went in 64. Didn't they say he got cast out in the 80s sometime? Yeah. Right? I, mean, I yeah. think so. Even though he was still a kid. I don't know. I don't. They didn't do a very good right, job like, with, like, his size because he still looked like a child. But anywho. So <laughs> he gets cast out. He was there. He experienced literally what... A imagineering type child could dream of, right. and then mm-hmm. comes back to Earth knowing that the Earth's going to end during his timeline. So he's literally counting down the days, watching in his doomsday room, like right waters rise and.
2: Tachyons worked on him.
1: Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> he just fed the, the dark wolf or whatever. He fed the dark wolf. <laughs> the dark lord. The
2: dark wolf lord. <laughs>
3: Bark, bark. Shaking my, dark I'm shaking bark. my head at y'all.
1: <laughs> so dark the sad mark. thing is is he definitely has a reason to be that way. But in his time, he was able to come up with every way of getting rid of these robots or at least escaping them. Yeah. So they jump into their tub and escape into the river. They
2: jump in the tub. <laughs> just get gone.
1: And get gone. So I thought that was a really cool get scene. Gone. Get gone. Get uh, gone. Uh, whatever your name is. I was just going to call you Andre. Luis, do you have a favorite yeah, scene you. that you want to talk about? What's your favorite scene?
0: Mm. <laughs> no no i'm um, really i'm trying to think <laughs> no, and
3: no. <laughs> yikes he's silent okay you know what i kind
0: of <laughs> do have a favorite scene okay, okay. it's more kind of like a, a favorite um, kind of like theme okay um okay. her interactions with her dad casey oh, okay. and her dad like yeah. Um, you know, you could tell that Oh, you're he- talking you- about
1: another very beautiful man. George Brooks?
0: <laughs> no, Garth, Garth
1: Brooks. Garth, Garth
0: Brooks. Brooks. Half a Turlock right now is shaking their head at you.
3: George Clooney? Garth
1: Brooks?
0: Tim McGraw is Cuz you, you can't even get his name right.
3: It's Tim McGraw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not No Brooks. Half a Turlock Tim like this. Mag-
3: Tim McGraw is Tim a very Magraw. handsome man.
0: Anyways, um, so pretty much the ho- their whole interaction. I wouldn't even call it a scene. It's their interaction because you could tell, you know, uh, Tim McGraw is kind of like, you know, he's trying the best that he can, but he's kind of like at wit's end. And it's not luck. even as if he's a bad dad or anything. He just – he you could tell the fact that he's going to potentially lose his job is just wearing on him. And mm-hmm. he's do- trying to do his best to, you know, raise his kids the best he can tr- while trying to keep his job and trying to be positive about it. And then, you know, Casey's just being – the dreamer and optimist that she can be and is doing everything that she can to make sure her dad's okay Yeah. so it's, it's kind of like they're trying to take care yeah. of each other mm-hmm. and and you know Casey in my opinion has no place to do that you know she's a teen she needs to not have to worry about those type of things and you could tell you know, uh, the dad is like, man, she shouldn't have to worry about this, and right. he's upset about. That. But I think he's also very
2: impressed by her. Like when she comes over and like fixes his circuit board in a- half a second or whatever, and, and he's th- like, oh, well, okay. And, and that's and that's where
0: I think some of his frustration is because she should be focused on that kind of stuff, sure. and you know, add, uh, in school and putting her effort into a more positive way rather than to try to quote unquote save him and the family.
1: Doesn't he just sound like an educator? (laughs) Focus on school, kids. (laughs) No, but I agree. I think that she's having to take on a more adult role in her life Mm -hmm. um, than she should have to at her age. But, you know, here's another qualm with the movie. And this, this, again, is just my... This is the Emily in me. She just tells the brother, like, oh, I'm just going to go camping. Tell dad I went camping with some friends. Like, is that cool? Like, you just telling your parents, like. She gets away with a lot of stuff in like, this movie. She just got out of jail.
2: She she was in jail. And then she just disappears for, like, a week and a half. I'm going to say she was
1: gone for a bit. <laughs>
2: on an adventure. Right? Yeah.
1: And then she goes to Texas. Then she goes back to New York. Like, FYI, if you know geography, that's a long way and then by she goes herself. to
2: France and then to another dimension.
3: It's fine. Then she goes back home through the portal. It's fine. She's it's like, fine. hey, dad, look what I did. And he's like, what? That's what happened. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I think Michelle needs more coffee. She's like losing her steam. I know. What? <laughs> what? Easter eggs. Easter eggs. Let's talk. This actually. OK, so a couple different things. I don't I don't know if these are considered Easter eggs, but they're just cool things that that we found or saw um, in the opening credits. The so we all know like the, the newer castle scene that comes up usually you see yes. it pans out you see the castle a star comes over the top or or a bell, a t- oh, yeah whatever will. the bell happens <laughs> but this to me and uh, to me and Andre I keep calling you Andre sorry well, I'm me Andre. and you Louise um, we were watching this <laughs> and it was so cool because they redid it into Tomorrowland right. um, yeah, it was super theme. Cool. So, all of, the, all of the areas were just really futuristic, and the castle was not the castle. So it was just a
2: cityscape. It was
1: cityscape, and Space Mountain was in the cityscape, which was That's really cool. cool. So, it's the outside housing of Space Mountain, which we know from the parks. Yes. Um, another, go ahead. I
0: think also in that scene, the innovators, you know, the, the same place that I said where they showed like inventions. Innovations, the Innovations was I'm sure. Also it yes.
1: Could have been. Um, another thing was that <laughs> right after that, you know, the credits start popping up or the opening credits uh, pop up, and it said an A one one three production. Yeah, I went, right, yeah.
3: yeah. oh snap, A one one three. Yes, <laughs>
0: um, so
1: that was really cool. Um, Space Mountain again was ve- was very heavily shown inside of mm-hmm. um, inside of Tomorrowland when they went there originally. You saw it from both sides. Like every time that they would go around the city, you always saw it from different angles. Um, the name plus ultra for, um, the four, the four, Mm -hmm. um, or at least the original plus ultra actually holds some Disney significance. That's another reason why I'm kind of like, why did we not talk about Disney? But, um, Disney always talks about the the company and Disney himself always talked about plussing the park. Mm. Everything that they talked about was adding, like plussing it was upgrading it or adding something more to keep it always changing. We've always talked Mm -hmm. about that. Um, in this podcast a lot about how Disney didn't want Disneyland and his parks to stay stagnant. He right. wanted the to always move
2: forward. The park is never finished.
1: Right. So the idea of Plus Ultra is really cool because it's like taking it to the next level, yeah. like plus times it's infinity. It's not just plus.
2: It's Plus Ultra. Exactly. the Plus Ultra. Uh, I was kind of thinking about it, and like I think maybe the <laughs> reason that – Walt Disney isn't like a character in this movie is because Saving Mr. Banks had just come out before this mm-hmm. in like 2013 and maybe people didn't want to be like, okay, so he made Mary Poppins and then he's also the leader of the secret society that can open a dimension to another world. And
1: maybe. <laughs> and I, no, you know, <laughs> that's actually Marley. very true. That That's probably a really good reason. Um, but it was interesting that they didn't talk about him. Right. Even once. At like, all. didn't even like bring he, up his name. Like,
2: even just as like... Uh, one of the kinds of innovators that would be a exactly because it
1: would have been like cool that. to hear like Einstein was here and Walt Disney was here and right. so and so and it could have literally been I Steve mean they jobs were jobs
2: is here right now
1: exactly I mean they're only given sentences to all the other parts of the <laughs> plot just give us a sentence on that that would have been cool just right one. Um, but it, it was cool to kind of see those pieces of it kind of come together um, and you did see it uh, Tomorrowland itself was extremely reminiscent of Tomorrowland, the way I quote unquote think it
2: should look, right.
1: But it also did you Futuristic. notice that it looked like Xandar from Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah,
2: it's interesting. Like I, the the way that the whole Tomorrowland city looks, and I don't know why it's surrounded by wheat. The whole the whole city is surrounded by wheat, but the city itself, it looks it looks very uh, bright and white and shiny, but also. Um, I lost my train of thought. I couldn't. I could. Uh... Oh, Andre! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah. <laughs> so, so it
1: was cool though because I liked the way that Tomorrowland looked. And again, I I mean we talked about this a little bit earlier. It really bothered me that when they went back to Tomorrowland, it literally was in the worst disarray. Right. Like the only things still living were the trees. Like everything looked like like it had literally gone
2: through the apocalypse. And they never. They never explain it not even an iota about what happened there right like was it because of whatever frank invented i thought he just invented the tachyon machine was right it, it, did he did everybody die it was well he
1: made it they made it sound like they just kicked him out and this was part of the thing that that why why michelle earlier was asking why did they kick him out it wasn't because in my mind again they didn't say it i'm just i'm giving emily context mm-hmm. is that they weren't kicking him out because of the machine. They kicked him out because he wanted to let people in.
2: Oh, because there was like right. a little
1: iota in there of like, Casey was like, well, why don't you just let people in if you know this is going to happen? And he says... <laughs>
2: Nix was like, Uh, dirty, yeah. dumb people, no thanks. Exactly, <laughs> and George
1: was like... George, ha, Frank. <laughs> George Clooney was like, tell him, Nix. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where you get the idea of that that was his idea. Like, right. if we see what the end of the world looks like and we have this utopia, why not bring the people here? Right. And Nick says, oh, no, 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 no. We see what you did with your resources. Sure. But, I mean, isn't he human, too? Like, calm yes. down, Nick. I don't know what
2: he... He's drinking. thinks he's better than everybody.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Two comments. Um, the people are still there. People haven't left. Okay? Um, because how could they have died if Nick's is still alive? Since 1965. Well, I mean, we and see w- some
1: people walking around, but, like, originally, it was a very, very populated... It was a dead city. It was, so, it, it m- was
0: my theory with that is they're still there. It's just they really served no purpose in where the movie was going. And <laughs> secondly, I do think that... Um,
1: All the re- residents of New York City see please stay in your house. We, <laughs> right, <yeah>. we <laughs> no longer need you. For no, this but I, it's
0: just, yeah, you don't really need them, but... Um, Yes, he wanted people, uh, and we're talking about um, George Clooney, he wanted people to be transported there. Okay, mm-hmm. but also uh, he gets kicked out because he stopped believing or he beca- he, came he, he gave up. Yeah, he became disillusioned. Dis- as Disillusioned. Well. Right. And it's because of Nix, paired yeah. with the fact that he found out, he discovered uh, that Athena was a robot. Yeah, there was a lot. It was a dense. um, I kind of had a tough time trying to figure out, did he get kicked out because he gave up or did he get kicked out because he was fighting to get people in? And then I just kind of, you know, um, came up with the conclusion it's because of both. Hmm. You know, all that had to do with his negativity, and that's probably why he won the battle of who's the better (laughs) old man negative.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's true, though. I think that they were able to. It was a culmination of things that made him no longer a, pl- like, uh, he was no longer plussing right. the area. So they were like, well, bye. We're yeah. revoking your Tomorrowland bubble. But then
2: it seems like everybody else gave up. So did they all get banished, too? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, like nobody's inventing anything anymore. Nobody cares about Earth being about to be destroyed. They're just going to live in their little Tomorrowland bubbles.
1: Well, if you were living in your Tomorrowland bubble, wouldn't you want to thrive? Why not just go back to Earth if you're going to live in the Platteville? Right. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, so I don't again... Tell me, Damon Lindelof. I need some good plot points. (laughs)
0: Again, lost. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think, again, that's... I think the thing that bothers me the most, aside from plot, aside from all these other issues, is that it's extremely poignant at the Mm -hmm. end. Like, very good assessment of where the world is at right like yeah. they're not making up all these catastrophes no. all of this is really happening in life and i really like the part when they were in the english class and the english teacher was talking about all of like the things like all 1984,
2: the books 84 brave new world exactly all this stuff is definitely gonna happen
1: <laughs> except for it's happening right? right yeah and so they're talking about how all of these futuristic novels were talking about this crazy dystopian future and we're actually living in it in our own version mm. and so they were getting to this really cool point and like, and like we said, they shut down a machine and, quote, unquote, it, it saved everything. I guess. like, It just could stopped w- us
2: off from, from thinking about apocalypse stuff?
1: Yeah. Is that really going to save everything? I don't know. Especially
2: I, if it's coming in two months or whatever. Uh,
1: yeah, it's coming in 58 days. So I just feel like it had so much valor. It just really was going in a cool direction and then just... Womp, womp. Yeah, the, the idea yeah. of like,
2: hey, let's all try to be a little bit more positive and let's have this whole like a uh, Tomorrowland commercial where we give all of these diverse people Tomorrowland pins, and they all be creative and yeah, stuff Yeah, like that.
3: that ending was so cool. That ending that was, was, that was great. That was cool. Yeah.
2: But it just took a lot to get there.
3: Yeah, I know. Didn't this movie lose like a bunch of money too? Yeah, talk money. Yeah,
2: so um I mean
3: I would believe if it did.
2: This movie had a budget of 190 million dollars. Uh, but they ended up That's spending it. they ended up spending around 330 million dollars on like marketing and uh stuff like that and the the entire production I think
3: was. if they had put more money into this movie then maybe it could have been better because even some of the effects I was like wait what this is 2015 think of all the Marvel movies that had just come out like it just looked better like yeah. they could have done better effects special
2: effects didn't look great
3: but i mean they didn't some, want to put a bunch of money into it i guess yeah um. One of the best effects I think is
1: the one that you got that you talked about earlier when they when they did the time stop. That's Athena, very cool. Yeah, when Athena threw the the ball of. Time stoppage and yeah. everyone was like up in the air and the lasers
2: the laser were gonna blast hit her. About the yeah, that was cool. which we
1: didn't even talk about. Athena as a robot, she did some really cool stuff. That was a very special <laughs> effect. She got
2: blasted by that car. I was like,
1: oh. <laughs> <laughs> she got, she Andre got, went. Ah! <laughs> she got hit by like a Ford F one fifty going fifty, was, and she
2: got hit hard.
1: She stood up and literally
3: ran like eighty
1: like miles I, an hour. I like Athena. I like Athena.
3: Cool. I think she's cool, but. Wow, now I'm going to be old Michelle negative just because the ending where like George Clooney's holding her and she's like going to explode. Like I think in that moment you're supposed to have some feels, right? And I was just like, okay.
2: But it didn't show enough of them together. No. Yeah, maybe that's why they I tried. wasn't I wasn't
3: invested in their
2: characters. Right. right. So
1: well, I was like, I was uh, invested in their characters but not their not their, their, their characters together. Yeah. 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 Well, and I think it's interesting too because she's <sighs> I have a problem with her being a kid, even though I don't. Yeah,
2: no, I do too. As a
1: kid, she can go out and find other young dreamers. I'm cool with that. Mm -hmm. But, like, all the other pieces of her being a kid in the... Like, I would have been cool if, like, because she was unprogrammed, like, when she left Tomorrowland, she started aging. I would have been cool with that. Because... I hated the fact that she was driving all the time. Mm-hmm. Get your little seven-year-old butt out of the driver's seat. It's <laughs> freaky. I don't like it. Like, who's not pulling her over on the drive to right. Texas? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like, a long drive. Nobody to pull you over. Everywhere. Oh my god. I also, it was funny though that she could run and like beat people up. That mm-hmm. was cool. That was cool. But like, it was weird in that ending moment. And I'm not trying to make it weird, but it was a little like you said, unfeelful because he's holding this child. Mm-hmm. But he had like an emotional relationship with her as a child. And so it was kind of like if she was older, I would have felt
2: Guys, better a, about it. It's a classic story of a young robot girl and an old grumpy man <laughs> who <laughs> fell in love in the 60s. And listen, now he's aged and, listen, she and she's the, about to die. Do you listen, see what I'm saying?
3: Like if she had aged, weird. it would
1: have been less listen, weird. Listen,
3: yes. The only robot anyone is allowed to fall in love with is the Viz. That's it.
0: <laughs> Vision from The Avengers. Yes, Technically he was not a
3: robot. He is a robot. Yes, he is. Mm. He's a robot. You can fall in love with him. That's it. That's the only robot anyone is allowed to fall in love with is Vision. What about Eve?
0: boom that's From different Wally. that's
3: a robot loving a robot I mean like a human loving <laughs> a robot <laughs> robot love, Emily. love Robot love is robot fine love. I mean like human on robot
2: <laughs> oh god okay moving
3: watch Westworld guys okay anyways what are you gonna give are we good rating
2: Oh uh, sure. Oh. Uh, hang on. Let me <laughs> let me jump into this. Oh, so I didn't say how much money this movie made. Oh um, yeah. How
3: much did it? How much was it
2: expensive? How much wise? did it make? So it it ended up costing Disney around three hundred thirty million dollars. That includes okay. production and marketing. And they made a cumulative worldwide gross of two hundred and nine million dollars. Yikes. So they lost around one hundred twenty million bucks.
3: I mean, I guess for Disney that's not a lot of money, but like yes. still. Yeah. No, what? <laughs>
1: You know, it's funny they use this. They use this quote in the movie. It said, "It's hard to have ideas, but it's easy to give up." Mm-hmm. I really like that quote, but I feel like that's how they took the. That's how they did with this movie. <laughs> no I will. It's I will. <laughs> it's hard to have ideas,
2: but so easy to give up on uh, that. season. Yeah. Let's sh- sure. just put all this in here, I guess. <laughs> ah. you want to rate first? Uh, yes. So I will give my rating for this movie. Um, oh, hold on! I have to ask a question before
1: you give a rating. Okay. When did the first movie with BB Eight come out?
2: Uh, that's 2015. The Force Awakens. Force Awakens. F- yeah, two thousand
1: So did this movie come out first or after?
2: This movie mm, premiered
1: this, uh, tomorrow. Land May was first. 22nd.
2: Yeah, so this movie came out. So
1: this movie actually had the first robot giving a thumbs
2: up. What? Who gave a thumbs up? Which that robot? weird robot Right thing? in the beginning yeah. of the
1: movie. When he's in Tomorrowland and he falls for heck of days and mm. then the robot fixes his jetpack so that it actually works to its full ability, yeah, and he gives, he gives a thumbs up, a thumbs up with his little it. robot finger. <laughs> so months before BB-8, I'm mm-hmm. just going to say BB-8 made it a thing. Wow. But it happened here first. There you go. Interesting.
2: Wow. Nobody saw his movie, so <laughs> I guess it was. So it actually <laughs> didn't happen first. It didn't happen. Um... I liked this movie. It had some cool moments. The the it was, but it was mired down by plot. Um, I liked all the performances though, and it, it had some some fun, funny moments. And the uh, acting was actually pretty good. Yeah, great. acting was good. George Clooney uh, turns out he's a good actor. Who, who knew? Um, and this girl who who plays Casey, whoever she uh, is, her name is Britt Robertson. I really liked her.
1: I liked her character. Did yeah. anyone else dislike I, her character? No, I liked her character. Too. I
2: got a little bit old man negative myself and thought she was a little too op- optimistic. But then it made. Sense I think to she, me. I think the, the actress. At the beginning, I was like, "Get out of here." <laughs> I think the actress
3: that she picked was just a little bit too old to play her. Like I made hmm. the comments like she didn't really look like a teenager to me. She looked like a girl in her early twenties.
2: Oh. Yeah. Apparently she's seven years older than her character. Yeah. Oh. Interesting.
1: So what are
3: you gonna give it? I am gonna give this movie. Don't make that face and that, that voice. <laughs> a really weird face. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow, you made Luis laugh. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna
2: give it a I'm gonna give it a six point five. It's it's very it's watchable <laughs> and it's it's fun, but I don't know how many times I can sit through this and get to that ending and be satisfied, you know.
3: Okay, yeah. I can agree with that i'm oh god if we were just rating like the first parts of this movie for like cool nostalgic reasons i'd probably give it an eight but i'm giving this movie a six i i don't think i will watch it again it's funny because when we walked in i was like wow i liked that movie but i only liked it for like you know like not the actual movie i liked like wow that was cool like in the movie you know what i mean but i'm gonna give it a six but i will say that As a pin collector, I'll probably go buy a Tomorrowland pin if they still sell them at Disneyland.
1: I won't even lie to you, I have a Tomorrowland pin. Do you? Yeah. I'll probably
3: buy one if they still have it. It, The pin is super cool. I like the way the pin looks. I like it. Mm -hmm.
1: Louis, what's your rating, my dear?
0: Six. Six. (laughs) 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 Anything else? (laughs) It really fell short of my expectations. They could have done... Way better. I feel sorry for George Clooney uh, for you being know what? in this movie because he deserved better. Okay, af- his character after, yes. deserved better.
3: You give your rating first, and then I'll have my you know what moment.
1: I, I think, I agree with Michelle. Had it stuck with kind of the whimsical side the whole time, and had a more positive type ending. Not that not the optimism part at the end, but right. a more like kind of positive way to fix the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have given this an 8, 8.5 because mm-hmm. there was some cool points. Right. Yeah. Um, Even with the plot issues, I would have like still been like, you know what, this is really right. cool. Or if they had taken a more, like the whole world is more mired in problems, then I would have given it a higher score. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I agree. I think I'm going to give it a 6.5. Um, the second time viewing it, I enjoyed it more because I was looking for through this this critical eye. Mm-hmm. But I agree. <laughs> I don't know if I could watch this movie multiple times and be like... Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think I'll watch it again. Like, you know? Because the first part was, I actually could see myself watching, like, the beginning. Yeah. Or
3: like YouTube videos of like the small world scene. Yes. That's about it. <laughs> but like
2: how often do you watch half a movie and are like, yeah, cool with that? Right. No. Yeah.
3: no yeah. I'm going to sit down. Robo
2: fight scene is over. I guess I'll turn this off. Hey, <laughs> hey <laughs> what's that director's
3: name again? Brad Bird. Bird. No. who, who For the birds. Who is the lost
2: person? Oh, Damon Lindelof.
3: You know what? It's all his fault. Yeah, Damon. Yeah, Damon. Damon.
0: Lost. It's
1: all your fault, Damon. Yeah, I just want you all to know that when I first started dating Luis, like back in the day day... Louise started talking about this TV show that I had never watched. It was called Lost. Mm-hmm. And he was like, It was called Lost. Don't watch it. It was so good.
3: And then it was stupid.
1: Yep. Literally, I'd heard about <laughs> it for like two years.
3: Andre did the same thing
0: to Just me. Just as Em's wasted two years of her life listening to me joke about it, Try wasting seven years of your life watching. So show. you watched it while? Hey, I was on listen. Air, right? I watched the whole thing. All I watched on TV. I, dude. I, I, no, it I just, cost me I relationships just it over
2: over <coughs> like over like a weekend, and I was like, "This is great. This is the best show I've ever seen." And then by I'ma Sunday it, night, I was like, I, "I hate this show, no, guys." I invested
0: sucks. seven years of my life, and you know what? Okay? This is that's a lot of time. And now, hold on, hold on. I did lose relationships because rather than speaking <laughs> to you know high school girlfriends, I, I'd be on the phone paying attention, and be like, "Yeah, yeah." Yeah, that's cool. Watch them off. You know what? They hung up on me 20 minutes right. ago.
2: You know what? Listen, there's a smoke monster on the screen. I got to go. Listen,
3: <laughs> this makes my point. With- Andre never agrees with me with this point. <clears throat> Ooh. I don't watch TV shows until I met Andre. The only way I would watch a TV show is if it's on Netflix and it is finished because then I just watch it through. I don't have to invest seven years of my life. And if it was bad, okay, then it was bad. Like, whatever. Hey.
0: This was before Netflix.
3: Oh, I'm sorry about it, then, sir. I don't know what to tell you. That uh, that is that is hard, though. It's that's funny the how only way I watch TV shows. But now, no, we're watching Westworld. It's only on season two. No, we're watching Better Call Saul. It's only on season three. Hey, hey, I have I
1: have a a, a question for you, though. Yes. yes. Okay. Tell me, especially with what you're saying about Westworld. Ooh, tell so me good. that this movie wouldn't have been so much cooler. And, as a TV TV show. show. Oh, yeah. Because they could have gotten so deep into this plot Mm -hmm. because there's so much cool stuff to do with it. And I think that we're so spoiled now with these Netflix shows where you can sit and binge and you
3: get so many
1: more hours of story. And they're all so good, too. as well. So good. Well, think about it. Even like, like I, I was never a sci-fi person, but then I started watching Doctor Who, and I got into this crazy like idea of all of these dimensions and time and space and all this. And this movie could have taken a crazy yeah. amount c- of time and energy to yeah. tell that story. It Girl, gone into the whole Boy. creation
2: of it, and and, and the, the the different inventors and different all all kinds. So of can
1: stuff. we agree that had it been a TV show, it would have been like twenty mm-hmm. times better?
3: Yeah,
2: probably. It probably you know been
3: what better. I? You know what I'm going to do probably. on our yeah, on like our. Like, <laughs> Probably. Probably. On our Instagram page, I'm going to put a vote like on the story. And it's there There's shows that Andre and I have been telling Emily and Louise to watch for a long time. One of them is Game of Thrones, which I don't think you guys will probably ever watch. And one of them is Westworld. I'm going to put a vote up there for the listeners to say, what show do they need to watch? Is it on Netflix? No. No, no or no? not Watching. It. HBO. They're <laughs> HBO shows. There you go. You're done. <laughs> we'll download it for you. If they're not on Anyways, Netflix, they ain't watching it. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, what? Um... Who put the gliding gladiator? Hercules! Whose oh, 70s our great theater? Hercules! Oh, you guys know the answer to our next week's movie. Hercules! We're doing <laughs> 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 I did say that so weird. Next <laughs> <The laughs> week's <action> movie.
2: 1997's <laughs> animated uh, film, <laughs> Hercules.
3: Uh, my
1: favorite as a child, <laughs> Hercules. Ooh, he was my, my go-to jo- too sick movie. <laughs> he was my
3: George Clooney of my seven-year-old.
1: Honey, I think you
2: mean Hercules. Oh,
3: oh <sighs> you Well, it's going down next week, guys. We're watching Hercules. Hercules, yeah. Hercules, Hercules.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good stuff. I'm a
3: damsel. I'm in distress. I got this. <laughs> I don't know. Something I'm sure like she that. says it in that voice, <laughs> too. Very something sexy. I'm like uh, uh,
1: so
2: ready. Yes. So you guys, uh, ch- check us out next week. We're going to be talking about Hercules. Um, I feel like there was something else that we were going to talk about. No. Am I crazy? Hercules! No, just Hercules. No, nope, I think that was it. No, okay. That was it. Um, you guys, if you want updates on everything that we're doing, you should follow us on social media. We are at The Walt Vault Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can send us uh, DMs and maybe we'll read one on the show. I didn't get any emails this week, but if you want to send me one, you can send it to contact at com. We'll read that on the show as well.
1: As a it- reminder, too, Sending us um, suggestions is a really good idea because yes. then we might take that into consideration into our movie votes just mm-hmm. like we did with this movie.
2: Yes. So send send us messages. We'd we uh, like to hear from Andre's you. Andre's like, messages, please. Please. I need to read. Pretty please. If you want to support us, if you want to keep the lights on, it's a very dark vault in here. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash the wall vault and for only a dollar... Uh, per month you can get access to our after show A Crack in the Vault where we talk about some of the more adult themes in some of these Disney movies um, you can also support us by shopping on Amazon if you go to thewaltvaultpod.com and go to the shop on Amazon link buy stuff on Amazon and a small piece of your purchase will come to us at no additional cost to you isn't that so nice um you guys, I know we've been having some problems with iTunes, but it's still a great idea to go to iTunes, leave us a review and a star rating. That helps people see our show and get more uh, listeners attached to us. And you can give Apple a zero rating. Yeah, Just give, kidding. Give iTunes uh, zero stars and give the wall Vault five stars. That's that's the way that it should go. As um, they not post this episode again yes, for us. If you, if you want to get all the, the future episodes, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, of course, but you can also go to Stitcher, YouTube, or Google Play and all the episodes will be there uh you guys that's all for now this week uh we will see you next time